Welcome to another fun edition of Sassy Nation on this Friday, the 18th already of June 2021. So I am recording this meeting, meeting, I'm recording this podcast outside. So if you hear me scream, don't be alarmed. It is just me and my fear of bugs. <laughs> Especially, especially bees. Now, depending on what type of bee, not all bees scare me. Certain ones do. Um, I hate them. Um, anyhow. And other flying insects that fly around. I will scream too, even though I'm not afraid of them. I just, it's just like a natural thing. Like I see a bug, I scream. Unless it's a butterfly or maybe uh, a ladybug, obviously. But all the other ones, I scream. There you go. So there's very little shade out here. So right now my legs are going to get toasted. But anyhow. Alright, so on this short edition of the Sassy Nation... So, now, next week, there's going to be no show, no Sassy Nation. I will, though, oh, no, maybe I will do, but there's going to be, like, this week, there was no Sassy, the Sassy show, which I, which I do live on Facebook and then put it on my YouTube channel, um, and there, there was none this week. Um, I took a week off. Next week, however, I'm going to do a behind-the-scenes type thing for the Sassy, for sassy show. So I'm going to be on location somewhere, recording con- um, recording content on location, which I am so excited about. Finally, because COVID is pretty much done. It's not, it's not like, you know, gone, but it's done. Like, we're done with, like, the restrictions. So thank you, Jesus. So I'm going to go on location and record some, record some stuff, which I'm so excited about. But anyhow, um, hmm. so what to talk about today? Well, there's a couple things. I'm going to definitely do some social media stuff because I've definitely seen some things out there and I just want to um, talk about them. But I'll do my football stuff first. Uh, Le'Veon Bell. Um, the irony of Le'Veon Bell. Let's talk about that. He, the irony of him complaining about how Jamal Adams pulled the shit last year on social media, and he decides to pull shit this year on social media. Um, okay. Well, you can't complain then if you're not going to act bigger, be the bigger person than him. You act the same way that he acted. So I have a poll on my Twitter account. I think it ends today. Um, who's going to get signed first? Bell or Adams? Because Adams is not at, Jamal Adams is not at the the mandatory minicamp. Ooh, shocking that he's not there. Um, but they're saying maybe he has like a family issue. I don't know, but he's not married. So it must be something else. So I'm just going to say, I hope to God that's not the case. I don't want anything to be, anything to happen to people's families. But I kind of find it convenient for Adams that it's happening at the time of the mandatory minicamp. Because he pulled this shit last year with the Jets. You know, I want to be traded. I got to get out of here. I'm not getting signed. Blah, 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 blah. Nah, 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 nah. And no, notice the Seahawks didn't sign him at all. 
to the extension. He is playing on his fifth year, and he does not need to be signed this year. Then he can be franchise tagged. But, I don't know. He's not Ed Reed. I'll leave it at that. He's nowhere near Ed Reed. He's not Ed Reed. He needs to stop thinking that he's the best, and because he's not the best. Now, he was injured last year. I'll give him a pass on that. Yeah, sure. But he's not the best. And notice when he went to a smaller market, Seattle, smaller market, no one no one talked about him. <laughs> no one talked. So, I don't know what's going to happen with him, but we'll see. Now, I can't, I don't know if Bell wants to be a backup running back, or does he still believe that he's RB1? I don't know if he's RB1, but he may be. I mean, he came, let's just, let's just be real. He came to Jets camp last year in exquisite shape. So we can't say he wasn't in shape and he wasn't ready to play. It was Gates is the reason why he just didn't participate that much. You know, Gaze gave Frank Gore, like, you know, 70 freaking ass carries. And all you Jets fans out there constantly criticizing and making fun of Sam Darnold, boy, aren't you all going to look bad come September 12th? He going to make you look bad this year. Oh, I have a hawk that's circling me. Hi! <laughs> There's nothing here! <laughs> oh, see, I have a hawk that's circling me because I was saying, and that is a that's a perfect analogy for Sam Darnold because the Jets fans are circling around Sam Darnold. Everything he does, he, he's being watched like a hawk because they're nervous as shit. So the big thing now on Twitter, like I saw, was that like some Jets fans are now panicking because they don't have a veteran uh, QB. And I laugh. This is what you wanted, y'all. You didn't want veterans on this team. You wanted them to draft young in the draft. You wanted them to have young guys on your team and start, quote unquote, fresh. This is what you wanted. Therefore, this is what it looks like. Because it would be smart if the Jets got a quarterback, you know, a veteran quarterback now so he can learn the playbook. And then when, therefore, when he learns the playbook, he can then also help the young guys. But no. Oh, I just can't wait. <laughs> Sam's going to make, uh, Sam's going to make you regret trading him. But I'm so happy for him that he's no longer here because he is no longer in hell. Literally being in on the Jets is hell. Because look at Leonard Williams became a stud when he got off this team. You have Harrison, who's a stud and he's getting playtime like he should be because he deserves playtime. He's a working horse. You had McClendon win the Super Bowl. You had all these things happen. Robbie Anderson had a thousand yards receiving last year. You had all these things happen when they got off the Jets. Notice that. So I think Bell's going to, wherever Bell lands, I think he's going to be okay. Because he's not going to be on the Jets. I mean, come on. Not for nothing, but they have owners 
who can't even get a vaccine correct. Their vaccine killed people. And it's only, I think, 40 to 45% effective compared to the Pfizer vaccine, which is like 85 to 88% effective. Hello? Ridiculous. But, you know, what do you expect? Now you see it with Yankee fans, too. How um, impatient they're becoming with the young guys. They wanted the young guys up here. They got the young guys. But here's the problem with the Yankees. I'm going to just stay on the Yankees for one second. And they, they do, you know, it's all um, artificial intelligence that tells them who has to pitch, how many pitches, who's going to hit here, what we're going to do here. Oh, in this position, we're going to bunt. In this position, we're going to, you know, it's stupid. It's just so ridiculous. But, you know, whatever. Whatever. Oh, and the Rangers got their new coach. And it was one that I thought they would pick. So I'm happy about who they got. Now they gotta now they gotta get some tough guys on this team to protect their star players. And they'll be all set and they'll be in the playoffs next year. Cause they got talent, baby. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So I'm at what else am I gonna talk about? Oh, we're gonna talk about social media now because I see a lot of this. We're, we're, okay, anyhow, all right, oh, wait, mm-hmm, we have to just keep going, hold on, oh, am I going the wrong way, yeah, of course, I have this notebook, and I go the wrong way, okay, all right, here's, here's the whole entire scoop on social media, because there's so many of you that don't get this, Creative content, what does that mean? When I say you have to come up with creative content, that means coming up with your own damn original content. Not copying the trends. For example, I'll use the NFL as an example. So on TikTok, all the NFL teams are doing this stupid shit by asking the players these stupid ass nine questions when they come out for the practice field. What's your spirit animal? What do you prefer using, a spoon or a fork? How many holes does a straw have? Uh, God almighty. But see, it's a trend. The trend is to ask them a silly question. So, so you can see their quote-unquote personality shine through. Um, how about having some original co- content? You can use a trend. Take a trend, but then flip the script with the trend and come up with your own idea outside the trend. See, that's what makes content engaging. It doesn't make it engaging when you're constantly doing the same thing. Now, they may do it a little differently, but you want your content to stand alone. So here is the difference. So somebody asked me this question on Instagram. What's the difference between engagement and likes? So I'm going to tell you that. Because I think it's a very important question. And I think, and I think with the answer, okay. I'm going, I got to find my comment that I commented. 
Bum, 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 bum. Okay, this is the difference. High engagement rate is much more valuable than the number of likes. The engagement rate shows you how many people are connecting with your brand and how often, and a high engagement rate means more people commenting, liking, sharing, mentioning your brand and its content. That's the difference between engagement and likes. So you don't want, you don't want likes because people can scroll aimlessly and just like shit. And I can tell you, I'm honest when I say this, sometimes that's all I do on Instagram. I like things, I just scroll and go, I'll, I'll like like every third thing or every fourth picture. Of course, I'm going to like people who comment on mine. I'm going to give them that, you know, I'm going to give them that feel, you know, that like back. But still, I just think it's stupid to be focusing on like and, of course, on followers. Because I have to see the dumbass young people with their stupid posts go... Um, oh, how I went from this, and then they show, like, you know, 5,000 followers, to, like, you know, to this, 12,000 followers. Who fucking cares? Why are people caring about how many people? Congratulations for you. But social media is not a competitive sport. What's good for you may not be good for somebody else. And here's the thing that these people don't realize. Social media changes, like, every day. What worked on Monday is not going to work today. What what works what worked last month is not probably working this month. It constantly changes, and if you don't change with it, you're going to be left behind. That's how social media works. It's not that it's not that hard to understand that, but for so many people, they don't get that. They make all these stupid damn videos with showing you, oh here, here's how you get all these followers. This is what I did. Here's how you do this. This is what I did. Now, I am releasing my workshops today. Okay. My social media workshop, my Instagram. The first thing that I'm releasing is about reels. Okay. Reels, guides, and stories. Those three, because those are the three main ones that you should be using on Instagram. If you are not using those, you're missing out on the engagement rate. The engagement is so high right now on Reels, it's it's pathetic. That's how high, it's pathetically high. Use Reels. You don't have to be on video. Like, I hear so many people, I don't like myself on video. I don't like how I look. I don't want to be on there. Use it. Take a video of a tree. You can talk in the background and people can look at this beautiful tree. You can then take a pic, take a video of a tree with a little of the sky. And then you can take your text box and put it in the sky, in the portion of the sky up there. You can, there's so many different things you can do with it. So I'm going to show you the basics when I do my, my workshops. My workshops are not like, you know, here's the hacks on how to get from 5,000 followers to 12,000 followers because followers don't matter. You can have 5,000 followers and be just as well off as somebody who has 10,000 followers. Remember that. It's not the number of followers that are important. It's the actual followers that are important. If they're not engaging in your content, that's what you want them to do. Engage. 
Now, you don't need thousands and thousands of re you reach thousands and thousands of people to get good high engagement. Engagement is different. Now, on Facebook, for example, now they have what's called distributing number. Let me look it up. I'll tell you. It's a crazy, crazy thing now. I don't understand why they're doing it, but whatever. It's Facebook. What more do you want me to tell you? Okay, now, let me go to my page. I'll go to my business page, which is, by the way, Sassy Productions INC. Okay. Because I wrote it down now. It's, it's it literally, it's a post now. So people will know this is what they're doing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, did I not put it here? I thought I did put it here. No. No, it's not here. All right, wait, where did I put it? I think I put it on Twitter. Not Facebook. Same. Now, I don't see it under every single post, but I have seen it recently. So this is what they're really doing. So this is what they're doing now, which is interesting. Interesting. Um. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Hold on. I, I know I typed it here for people to see. I just have to find it. Um, hmm. Okay. Thank you. Okay, nope. I'm getting to it. Like I say, I tweet a lot, so sometimes it's hard for me to find crap. Oh, wait, you know what? Alright, so, but they, this is what they're doing now. And I won't be surprised. This. Distribution Facebook. Okay. About distribution scores. That the distri okay. So the distribution score in Creator Studio shows how each post on your page is performing on metrics that are important for reaching more people with your content on Facebook. The higher the score, the more your content organically appears within feeds across the platform. So that's what they're doing now. They are getting, they're giving you more organic, organic reach on Facebook. Why? Because people have been complaining for years about organic reach. Now, the only reason people have been complaining about organic reach is because they don't know how to get it. Um... And here's, a, here's a, another thing about Facebook. Videos in the top videos for you section of the watch tab are shown to you based on a number of factors, including the video's popularity on Facebook, people and pages you follow or like. And I can tell you that's exactly how the algorithm works for TikTok. All these people that do these stupid TikTok videos, oh, here's how the algorithm's working. Uh, they don't know shit when they're posting that stuff. They don't know shit. So don't listen to them. But my Instagram workshops are are released. So what does this mean? Okay. This means that, and like all other programs and people that do this kind of stuff, this is what I notice. They make you pay like thousands of dollars for the entire program, the entire workshop, like from kit and caboodle, everything. I don't do that. So if you just want to get one video, you can. You want to just learn, you want to just see what I've taught you about reels, 
you can. It's not that long either. I'm gonna say these videos are not like hours long either because who has time? Really, like I don't have time. I have no time for this. So I am going to say, oh wait, what was this? Okay. Um you know, so you're not only gonna get a video that's showing you the tricks of the trade, basically the how-tos, you will also get a PDF loaded with information and images. And that's gonna be um, a QR code, by the way. And you can get one hour's worth of coaching by me. So I can coach you on Instagram, for example. But for that, I'm gonna say, you gotta get two videos for the coaching. Cause you gotta make it worthwhile. I mean, you're gonna pay, you're gonna pay extra obviously for me coaching you. That's included in the price. So I'm gonna, and I also do um, creation calendars content calendars for clients and the reason I do that and I create content for them the main goal is to teach you how to do your own social media so you aren't relying on social media managers you don't have to hire them you will then understand how it works see I think the more you're educated in how social media works the better because then you're not relying on these other people to do all this work for you because this is what happens, and this is what I find, and even some of my clients. They hire me to do their con their, their page, and manage their page. They don't give me shit to post, okay? They end up thinking that they are helping me by posting their own shit when they can give me that stuff to post, all right? Then they complain about what I posted. Well, why did you post that for? Why did you post this? I asked you for content. You didn't give it to me. If you have something specific you want me to post, tell me. And then they do this all the time. They get hyped up on, okay, run this together. And then they leave me alone. After about a month, it's back to the old way. And then I'm creating content. And then I'm creating the calendar. And I'm putting it in. And then I'm managing it. So my old way has been I help clients by managing their content. I'm going to tell you right now. Unless it's worthwhile for me to manage that client's content and platforms, I mean. I'm not managing people's platforms anymore. All I'm doing is I'm teaching you how to use the platform yourself. And if you want extra, pro uh, you know, an extra fee, obviously, I can create all the content for you and the calendars to when you're supposed to post the stuff, give it to you, and then you're on your own. And you post it and you manage it, and you comment, and you do all this stuff. Because I think people will have more of, a, of um, they'll be more grateful as to what I've been doing if they're doing it themselves. And I think I'm gonna even lean towards that for January, by the way, because all my clients, maybe except one or two, that I know can't do this kind of stuff because, you know, I don't know, we'll see on that part like I'm still like iffy on that part but I'm telling you you need to learn how the how the platforms work and they all work differently I see people posting the same crap on Instagram Facebook oh my god on LinkedIn lately on LinkedIn I've seen people post things that don't belong on LinkedIn now that's a Facebook kind of thing why are we posting this stupid shit on LinkedIn so I've also done workshops on link on LinkedIn those are going to be released soon too so there's going to be certain prices you can get one one video for a very small price Okay, 
and I will give you the video and I'll give you one of the PDFs with the video. Not all, not, not the caboodle. If you get three videos, you get all the PDF stuff plus the hour of coaching. Or, um, so I'm gonna do one video and that's all you get, video. If you get two, I'll give you two in the PDFs. All the PDFs, because there's, there's tons of stuff. Plus, now if you buy all three videos, which are reels, guides, and stories. The stories, I have extra videos that I'm doing um, with like tricks that people don't know about in stories and GIFs. There are tons of stuff that people don't know about that. Um, you get that plus the hour of coaching. Plus, plus you get emails or direct messages, however you want to be contacted of when I'm going to do new stuff. So I think it's worthwhile and it's, it's basic. And it's a little advanced at the same time. So for those that wanna learn how to do reels, it's basic. But who those who also wanna learn how to create content for, in, for Instagram, that's something different. Um, how to use guides, what a guide is, all this different kind of stuff. So you can, you can definitely message me on Twitter. You can message me on Instagram. Those are the two places where you can direct message me. I mean, you can direct message me on Facebook, but I hardly ever see those. I only really check my direct messages on Instagram and Twitter, to be quite honest. Um, LinkedIn, I get stupid people. The other day I got this guy that called me madam, and I'm like, oh God, no. Why are you calling me madam? I am not a madam. Do not call me madam, ever. Um, and then, you know, he was just, I don't know, I follow, I let him follow me anyway, you know, or link it, link to me, whatever. You know, he linked up to me, but whatever. Because I find as though so many people on LinkedIn also have no idea how to use the platform. They have no clue. Well, we will see. We will see what happens with all of that. So, have a great weekend happy father's day to all the dads out there the dads the stepdads the pet the pet dads the moms who have to play dad the granddads the uncles who am i, who am I missing all of you who you know who are great who are great dads and great fathers enjoy your day and i will speak to you in two weeks i'm gonna do a special show probably for july 4th so um that weekend we'll do one probably during the middle of the week that week i may and i may do one next week while on location well we don't know we'll see it's still up in the air but thanks for listening